Hey everyone, it's Brother Leo here. What do you know about Bitcoin? If you're like me, you probably don't know much, but you don't need to know very much to see how Bitcoin, in conjunction with blockchain technology, can and most likely will be used to implement the mark of the beast. Brother Jack will take you through the basics, as well as the spiritual implications of this fascinating yet ominous new development in banking technology. Stay tuned. Brother Jack here. You've probably heard of blockchain and Bitcoin before, even if, like me, you may not understand how it all works. But have you thought about how it could be connected to the Mark of the Beast prophecy? First, we need to understand how important faith is in the whole world of business. People put money in banks and they put money in governments because they trust them. But even banks and governments still fail occasionally. Getting people to put faith in some kind of worldwide digital money system which would override all the governments and banks in the world is even more difficult given that virtually every new program they come up with on the internet can still be hacked. Bitcoin is the first fully digital currency that has apparently beat the hackers and blockchain is the software that makes it work. However, behind this new technology is a mysterious and ominous origin. Immediately after the financial crisis of 2008, right on Halloween, October 31st, blockchain was announced and gifted to the world by an anonymous source. Using the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto, who also made the first ever Bitcoin transaction known as the Genesis block. A little bit less than 10 years ago, someone, and we still really don't know who, figured out how to make data secure on the internet. In October of 2008, right in the midst of the financial crisis, immediately post Lehman, a person came on the scene by the name of Satoshi Nakamoto. Satoshi was the founder of Bitcoin. And who is this person? Well, the funny thing is, nobody knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is. It's a pseudonym. But putting aside that we don't know who Satoshi is, what Satoshi did is an economic revolution. And I'll tell you about that economic revolution. It's called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a Pacioli ledger but it's one that's not based on trust. It is a trustless ledger. Bitcoin, for everything you've heard in the papers, for everything you've read, is just a ledger. But unlike Pacioli's ledgers, it requires no trust of any kind. The ledger is called a blockchain. And a blockchain, what it does is, it replaces trust with mathematics. You don't have to trust Lehman, you don't have to trust Wachovia, you don't have to trust the Federal Reserve. All you have to trust is a mathematical proof. Satoshi was the first person to make that mathematical proof work. It appears that once again, the technology genie has been unleashed from the bottle. Summoned by an unknown person or persons with unclear motives at a very uncertain time in history, this genie is once again at our disposal to fix a broken system 
and to transform the economic power grid and the old order of human affairs for the better, if we will it. This startling fact about the anonymity of this revolutionary technology that is said to transform everything from financial systems to legal contracts is hardly touched upon as people rush forward with increasing ways to use this technology. Was it just a coincidence that it was gifted that fateful Halloween immediately after the financial crisis of 2008 as the solution to prevent such a thing from ever happening again? If ever a human population was given a Trojan horse, this must be the greatest of them all, given to the entire human population this time, with ramifications that could be even more devastating than those for the city of Troy all those centuries ago. I don't want to exaggerate the situation, but if the fact that nobody knows who designed this system doesn't cause you to seriously question all of this placid, or should we say greedy, acceptance and growing insistence on its uptake in ever more areas of society, you must really not be thinking at all. Whoever this mysterious Satoshi Nakamoto is, he or she has managed to get the world to start adopting their system, simply by literally giving people money, that is, bitcoins, in exchange for hosting the blockchain system and promising users a new version of digital money that can be instantly transferred from one person to another without having to go through a bank. When you give money to someone, you no longer have it. With money, it's essential to know that you're not getting a copy. And no one had yet figured out how to secure an open network like the internet in such a way that would guarantee that our money could not be changed, copied, or duplicated. Until now. So whom intends it? It's not one bank, a single trusted authority. In fact, it's the entire bunch of people. But to maintain this chain, you require resources. You require computing power. You require electricity. You require time. You require money. And so when Satoshi Nakamoto in 2008 invented this concept, he did a very brilliant thing. He created a currency along with it. And that currency was the incentive for all those people maintaining this chain. And that currency, because it was the Bitcoin blockchain, was called Bitcoin. This new technology, blockchain, was creating an internet of money that would allow us to transact freely directly between us without asking permission or paying gatekeepers. The implications for society of having an open global network for the free exchange of money between people are as big as the internet. This is the first ever people's money online, and it's just the beginning. Today, there are over 700 cryptocurrencies already on the market and counting. And a new generation of blockchain technology lets us customize money in even more sophisticated ways. Imagine a currency that pays its own taxes so you don't have to file at the end of the year. Imagine a currency that automatically gives discounts to certain citizens at the moment of purchase. Why people are so excited, including me, about blockchain is the fact that it promises to solve the two problems that the internet could not the trust problem 
and the intermediation problem and bring back actually a true honest to goodness peer-to-peer -peer economy. Please take note that blockchain technology is also currently being implemented to register all of the world's citizens in a global biometric database to fulfill goal 16.9 of the UN 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. Microsoft and Accenture are the two companies leading the way with this. Microsoft has also announced recently, in May of 2019, that they are developing a global digital ID system based on the Bitcoin blockchain network, which they hope will be used in future to access services on the internet. And the World Economic Forum is pushing this as the future of all commerce. Blockchain technology is challenging the status quo in a radical way. By using math and cryptography, blockchain provides an open, decentralized database of any transaction involving value, money, goods, property, work, or even votes, creating a record whose authenticity can be verified by the entire community. The future global economy will move towards one of distributed property and trust, where anyone with access to the internet can get involved in blockchain-based transactions, and third-party trust organizations may no longer be necessary. The uses of blockchain technology are endless. Some expect that in less than 10 years it will be used to collect taxes. It will make it easier for immigrants to send money back to countries where access to financial institutions is limited. Financial fraud will be significantly reduced, as every transaction will be recorded on a public and distributed ledger, which will be accessible by anyone who has an internet connection. Blockchain will become a global, decentralized source of trust, but not everyone is ready to embrace it. Public authorities could find it more and more difficult to enforce traditional financial regulations due to the new possibilities offered by the Bitcoin network to bypass traditional financial intermediaries. Unimagined new networks will evolve to meet society's needs more cheaply and potentially more securely. Will governments, financial and legal institutions embrace blockchain? What will happen to the ones who don't? As you can see, blockchain technology has been touted as the birth of a new version of the internet and a technology that will revolutionize a whole range of industries around the world. It is seen by many as the solution to many of the world's financial and legal problems and promises to help the unbanked and unregistered millions of the world with a transparent and secure system that can guarantee everything from their land ownership to their personal biometric identity. While the blockchain is being touted as being decentralized, meaning that it is not under any one person's control, it is being developed and implemented by a relative handful of people who have access to it in a way that normal users don't. So while all the other centralized systems that we currently put our trust in, for example the banks, look like they are giving up control, we are investing power into ever fewer hands with this blockchain technology. This is where artificial intelligence is being promoted as the answer to any flaws that enter the system through having humans in control of it. So much is said about it not requiring trust because it is infallible, but in fact it requires the highest form of trust, absolute trust, 
in a system which, we are told, is infallible. But if it can be adjusted to deduct taxes, then someone, somewhere, has the ability to use it and to abuse it. This is what Satan's plan and the mark of the beast is all about. Whether it be human programmers or artificial intelligence, we are being corralled into putting our trust into the hands of man's system, in the place of putting our ultimate trust in God. Indeed, this technology is encouraging us to eliminate the concept of trust and faith altogether and replace it with a simplistic humanistic acceptance of data records devoid of any moral element. We are being delivered into the hands of a system that wants to erode all trust except in itself. We are being lured into a system that promises us freedom from the banks and governments, but which will eventually lead to the greatest totalitarian system in the history of the planet. One day, an artificial intelligence-powered false god will demand that we see it as the only true source of life that we only trust in it for our survival, or face the greatest persecution the world has ever seen. All independent, anonymous payment systems will cease and the system will demand that all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Satan has always manipulated the human race into giving him more power and control simply by appealing to our greed and pride. Blockchain technology and Bitcoin are the ultimate Trojan horse. Is this so-called gift to the world part of Satan's final preparation for manifesting himself publicly as the god of this world. Let us not be so easily deceived and lured into accepting such a system. Let's stay awake and be conscious of where the system is leading us. Let's keep encouraging each other to flee the values of this materialistic system and start living by the values of the kingdom of God, where our trust is not in man or his computerized systems, but in the living God who has revealed himself through the life and teachings of Jesus. To keep up to date with worldwide developments that lead us closer to the implementation of the Mark of the Beast, make sure you subscribe to the channel and click the bell to receive notifications.